We would like to welcome you to our weekly broadcast of Harvest Worship Center's Sunday morning celebration service. We hope and pray that you will receive something from the Lord today. And we ask you to stay tuned at the end of the message for more information concerning our church. Again, thank you for joining us today. I feel like that this is something that not just our graduates need to hear, all of us need to hear because I believe with all my heart that God has a divine destiny for everyone in this room. I believe God destines us for things in our life. He destines us for certain career choices. He destines us to be connected with certain people. He destines us to uh, one day be married to certain people. And if we choose his path, if we choose what his destiny is, we'll never go wrong. And it is learning how to, to discover that, that I feel like is a lifelong process. It's not that you get all these down and say, I've done all these and I'm good. Uh, I think that, that we have to realize that, that it is a process in our lives of learning to listen, learning to discover those things. So do you know what your divine destiny is? Some, of it, some people in this room, you may know that you are called to be uh, a nurse, called to be an educator, called to be, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, teaching people how to get their CDLs at Lyman School. Um, finding your divine destiny, finding where God wants you to be is an important thing. And I think of that because as I was getting this message together, I was thinking about Joseph's kind of valley decision and how he had to make a, a leap of faith in some things. And next thing you know, God opens a whole new door for him, a whole new life for him because he took that step of faith in listening to what God was saying. And I'm gonna, I want you to know that it doesn't stop there. It continues to listen to the Lord. So do you, do you know what your destiny is? Not then maybe you need to, to uh, plug in. Maybe you have never uh, given any thought or perhaps you are a new believer in Christ and you don't uh, know where to start. Maybe you have been walking with the Lord for many years in this room. You've been with God for many years and you're not certain what, what, what it is that God wants you to do or what direction uh, uh, to take. And, and again, uh, I want to point out that this is for all ages. I think of a few years ago, Adam, you made a, a, a leap of faith and, and, and said, you know what, I just thought maybe this is what God wants me to do. These are things that doesn't change throughout all of our lives. So it doesn't matter if you're graduating from high school or if you're a an adult. God can. God has a destiny for you, and you need to listen to, to how to discover that. Are you sensing in your spirit that God is calling you into something different, and you need a clearer picture of what it is? You ever? Sometimes we get that sense that maybe there's something I need to be doing besides what I'm doing. Maybe there's something God is 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 wanting me to do with my life. I'm going to give you five steps. We could do a hundred, but we we I chose five today uh, of how we take action uh, to discover our divine. And destiny. Number one is we begin to ask. We begin to ask, uh, begin by asking our heavenly Father, what does He want us to do with our lives? Where, uh, you know, and I think that that, uh, you know, uh, when I played football, we would have those moments when uh, our coach would call us in. So this is gut check moment. This is where you need to check where you're at. Where are you in it to win it? Are you are you can you dig a little bit deeper? And I think that that's, you know, we we have those moments and we have to ask our heavenly Father, uh, you know, what is it? <laughs> that you want out of my life. He loves uh, when we come to 
him uh, for things. And actually, he loves when we come to him over everything. God wants you to come to him for everything that's in your life. And why not? Because he uh, died for you. He loves you. He made you. As a matter of fact, the Bible declares you are fearfully and wonderfully made. It is, it is all part of depending on him, turning to him, trusting in him, and talking with him. We will never deny, uh, never, uh, uh, he will never deny you an answer to your questions. Uh, so you may, uh, uh, may not be or might need to be ready for the answer that will be given. And guess what? A lot of people don't like preaching this, but sometimes God says no. Sometimes he says no. Why does God say no? Because he sees further than I see. He knows way down the road what's going to come. And so sometimes God will say no in our lives. Amen. How many of you are thankful now that you can look back for the no in your life? When God told you no, when God said this isn't going to happen, this isn't, you know, and you think, well, this would be for my good. And then later on, you look back and see where it would not have been for your good. It would have been for your detriment. It would have been for your destruction. I want you to understand that we need to learn to ask God and be ready for the answer. Matthew 7 verse 7 says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be, the door will be open to you. Ask God, number one in this verse says, ask God what his will is for your life. Some of us need to include God in on it. In other words, we make our plans, but we don't ask God what his plans are. We need to include God in our plan making. In other words, God, what do you want out of my life? All my life, I thought I would teach and be a coach. And when I got, uh, after my freshman year, God uh, began to show me, I have a different calling in your life. I've got something different I want you to do. And you know what? I've never regretted embracing what God wanted out of my life. Amen. How many of you that have been in school have changed direction in your career. In other words, you changed your major or you changed, I'm not even talking about in college, I'm talking about maybe you changed your major in, in, in the sense, how many of you when you were a kid wanted to be a fireman or you wanted to be a, a astronaut? Come on, uh, you know, what did you want to be? Look at, take one minute, one or not even a minute, take about two seconds and tell your neighbor what you wanted to be when you was a little kid. Some of you are not participating. Now, how many of you can raise your hand and say that I, I was what I, just, I wanted to be? I, I didn't change my mind. I kept that all the way. No, we change our minds. Our direction changes. So it starts with asking God what is will. Matthew says, ask, or Jesus said, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, be a seeker of God. He says, seek and you will find. You can't find something unless you seek it. Amen? We went by Brady's party uh, yesterday, and there was some kids in the front yard, and they were playing hide-and-seek. All right? What if Daniel had decided, uh, I'm not seeking. I'm not going to seek. You guys, them kids would have stayed in the bushes all day long. That would have been sad. That would be a pretty good one, wouldn't it? All right, ready or not, here I come. And you go in and have you a you know, Coca-Cola and a slice of pizza. So anyhow, but, but you've got to seek if you want to find what God wants for you. That means you have to be a pursuer of God's will in your life. You can't just wait on it to happen. God expects you to take some action. Take some action towards what you're, you're, you're seeking after. And then, in other words, you cannot find your destiny if you're not willing to seek it. You can't find your destiny if you're not willing to ask God and seek for it. And then he says, knock, and it will be open to you. How do I knock? I, 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 was, I, I was asking myself that. I've heard those verses all my life, but how do I knock? 
In other words, what am I knocking on? Anybody ever ask? Uh, what am I ever? What am I knocking on? I, I'll tell you what my mind went to is where God, where Jesus declares Himself. He says, "I'm the door." I'm the door. So when I knock on, on, on the door, I'm saying, Jesus, I'm going to seek you first and your kingdom and your righteousness and all the rest is going to be added unto me. Can I get a praise the Lord over that? So knock on the door and he says, and it'll be open to you. He says, I'll open my will to you. I'll open your destiny. So number one, it begins by asking. Number two, as we begin to discover our destiny, our divine destiny is we got to learn to listen. And this is a lost art in our world. We, we, we have very poor listeners in our world. Amen? We have very poor readers in our world. And I'm not meaning that they don't know how to read. I'm talking about they don't read. In other words, in other words, we, we, we can post something online and, and, and never fails. We'll say the time, the place, the date, and somebody will say, when is it? Read above. All right, we got to learn to listen. God has a plan for you and me. God has a divine plan. And I've got news for you. It's good stuff. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And he was talking to a nation of Israel at this time that was under the oppression of the enemy that saw no hope, that saw no future, and saw no destiny. And he's saying, I've got a hope, I've got a plan, and I've got a future. And if it was good for Israel, it's good for us today and I'm here to tell you God's got a plan for your life God's got a destiny for your life take the time to listen intently to the insight or the revelation that he gives you listen to what God says don't just ignore what he says you are anointed for a specific purpose and direction on this earth. Did you know that? Everybody is anointed for a specific purpose and, 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 and destiny. The answer may come as an impression in your spirit, a still small voice or a, a, an image imprinted in your mind. But whichever way God uh, tells you his plan, all you have to do is believe it, receive it, and move forward as he leads. When God shows you his plan, you've got to remember one thing. He shows you the end, not the in-between. Amen. He'll show you the end, not the in-between. I can remember when I was called into the ministry, I visualized myself. Oh, Lord, yes, I see myself speaking. Everybody, you know, just falling on every syllable that flows out of my mouth as I speak to thousands. For your glory, of course. First time I ever preached, I preached to a, uh, about 40 people in a room. I preached everything I knew in 10 minutes, and it was like crickets. But I felt God. I knew God was there. And I'm going to tell you something. I preached to five, and I preached to 5,000. But God's been just as real with the five as he was the 5,000. Pursue the will of God. Put your life in, the, in his hands, and I promise you, your destiny will be more than you ever dreamed it could be on your own. He has a plan for your life which will blow your mind. Fasten your seatbelts when you trust God as the driver of your life. He'll take you to great things and to great places. By age 22, I was in foreign lands preaching the gospel and I was just in shock and I, I didn't know what was going on but I knew God was in control of my life what are you saying I was nobody special but I was special to God everybody else didn't give me a hope but he gave me a hope nobody else had plans for me but he had a plan and I'm here to tell you God's destiny and plan is far greater than anything you can imagine yeah. you can do great things when you trust him 
Remember, the things of God are persistent and consistent in your life. He'll keep bringing them up. Somebody says, I just don't know what God wants, but I keep thinking about this. I don't know what God wants, but I keep seeing this. I don't know what God really wants out of my life, but every time I, I, I really see myself, I see myself doing this. The things of God are persistent and consistent in your life. God will keep repeating until you follow. Amen. Some of us, we've had something just nagging on our minds for years. I, I think about um, how many, am I the only one that is excited about the potential of a Zaxby's in our community? Okay. I got an amen when I didn't get an amen over here. Okay, there we go. That is God's second chicken. I found that out. Chick-fil-A's first. You could anoint people with the oil at Chick-fil-A. So anyway, I'm just kidding. That's what uh, one of the Christian comedians said. But I've, I, I got the story behind the founder of Zaxby's. Anybody know this story? He actually is a part of Free Chapel. And he had lost everything. He really didn't have any direction in his life. He made an appointment with the pastor. He went to see the pastor. And he said, I don't really know what to do with my life. He says, well, what are you good at? He said, well, I can fry chicken. He said, well, why don't you do that? And he opened his first Zaxby's in Athens, Georgia, and the story takes care of itself. But your divine destiny may be something you don't even think about right now. Your divine destiny may be something greater than you've, you, you've ever imagined. So God will keep bringing those things up. He's persistent and consistent. Number three, number three is a self-assessment. A lot of times it's necessary to assess our skills, our gifts, and our talents and do it through a good eye, through it through an honest eye. Over the course of my life, I've taken part in a number of personality, leadership, and talent, skills, assessments, uh, spiritual gifts assessments, which are designed to help you take a personal inventory of yourself. In, in other words, what career choices, leadership, relationships, etc. You know, these, these are, are great things. And should the opportunity arise, I encourage everybody to take these. They're, they're interesting to see what may happen. It's worth your time. But I want you to understand that God is wanting you to do a self-inventory test to assess what kind of work or ministry God has for you or may be leading you into. In other words, you may be called to be an elementary school teacher, and you may do that because you love kids. But are you giving that need to the church? Are you, do you see the call beyond just being a financial career or a career choice in your life? I love kids. If you love kids, then God is calling you to do more with that than maybe you see. Also, do not be shy and take away from asking friends or family who know you the best to give, them their, to give their personal insight, to give you a non-biased opinion, an honest answer. You may be surprised to see what they will say to you. In Psalms 139, verses 23 through 24, it says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any grievous way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. In other words, the psalmist said, I want to do a self-assessment, and I want you, God, to search my life. Show me what's there. It is A lot of times we can't find our divine destiny because we don't want to sit down and really self-assess. We don't want to look and see what we're really good at and what we're really bad at you know have you ever met somebody that was really bad at something and they thought they were good at it because somebody wasn't honest with them amen amen I was in revival in Greenville South Carolina and this guy came in and he had a two thousand dollar Les Paul guitar he had a, a cabinet amp already set up on stage 
I'm back at the door shaking hands with people as they come in with the pastor. This young man comes in. He's got on the Miami Vice suit. So as you know, Miami Vice, he's looking sharp. He's looking good. He comes in bringing his guitar. The moment he walks by, the pastor looks at me and goes, oh boy. I said, what do you mean, oh boy? He says, you'll see. Well, he went on to do a special song that night, and I will tell you it was special. <laughs> Somebody needed to give him an honest assessment. Somebody said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. It also, if you read further, says play skillfully. <laughs> it does. Number four, learn to watch and listen. Watch for confirmation in your life. Watch for those moments when God confirms his will in your life, your destiny in his life. I don't know about you, but I get excited when the Lord gives me confirmation about something. I know some of you do because you tell me, oh, that's giving me goosebumps. Oh, that's hell. I'm getting cold chills just thinking about that because you know what? My verse said the same thing you're saying or, or you know what? This is what somebody else has told me. Don't dismiss the confirmation God will give you in this life. Don't dismiss when God gives you those little, little, little nudges to say, this is the direction. This is my will. This is my destiny. And he will affirm his word over and over and over again if we'll learn to listen and to watch for those confirmations. These may come in the forms of words from someone, a message that we heard on a Sunday morning or a Wednesday night or a song which is, uh, uh, which is saying uh, uh, in, a, in a situation or a question that is, is posed to us. God will confirm himself over and over again if we'll look for it and watch for it and listen for it. God can literally use anything to confirm in your spirit what he previously has spoken to you. Watch for these moments of empowerment. They will lift you and keep you steady in your destiny. I'm going to share one little illustration. Years ago, a friend of my father's, he was a deacon in one of the churches he pastored in North Carolina. His family was going through a very difficult moment. He was going through a moment where he felt like, is God even here? Is God even present? Is God even listening? Is God even... Uh, around. They were going through a crisis in their church, a crisis in their home. They had everywhere they looked. It was one of those moments where you're like, where are you at, God? And he said he went outside and he was just in great despair. And he said as he went outside, he, he got up on the uh, picnic table and he sat on the, the top of the table and put his, his feet on the bench and he was kind of had his, his hands covering his face, just kind of crying out to God. He said, and all of a sudden he felt a little flutter. And when he opened his eyes, he said a little sparrow had landed on his knee. He said, and it just looked at him, and it didn't get spooked, and it didn't fly away. It just kept looking at him. He said, and after about a minute, it flew away. And God said, if I care for every sparrow that falls, know that I care for you. I'm here to tell you, your God will interrupt things for you. Your God will speak to you. Your God is speaking to you. Look, watch, listen for the confirmation of the Spirit in your life. Amen. God literally will confirm 
through, through crazy things sometimes, his will for your life. Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7 says, do not be anxious about anything. Some of us are so plagued with anxiousness in our life, with worry in our life, we don't understand. Listen, I want to remind you, the Apostle Paul wrote these words while in prison and expecting the executioner to show up any moment, and he said, don't be anxious about anything. That amazes me. Any moment he could lose his life, and he's saying, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, here it is, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart, your mind, in Christ Jesus. God will give you confirmation, and he will confirm it through his everlasting peace. Amen. Amen. He'll give you peace about it. Then the last one I'll share with you is simply this. Prayer. Stay in prayer about your destiny. Don't take for granted that you're walking in the right direction even if you know your destiny. It will be important to stay in constant communication with your Father as you walk for your divine, towards your divine purpose. Why? You will be tested during that time with self-doubt. Come on. With self-doubt, hardships, which the enemy will be sure to bring your way. Stay prayerful and staying prayerful will help you to stay on course even when faced with distractions. James 4 and 8 says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. I want you to understand even when you know your divine direction, there will be distraction. There will be hardships. In other words, I'm not going to sit here and tell you everything's a cakewalk once you see what God wants. Because as you pursue it, you have an enemy of your soul that will do everything he can to destroy and distract. Yes, he will. He will try to destroy and distract the purpose of God in your life. I think about the children of Israel. The children of Israel came out of, of Egypt, and they came out of Egypt in, in an awesome way. God delivered them uh, through, through putting plagues upon uh, Egypt, and they, they saw just miraculous things. They were delivered miraculously out of bondage. And then all of a the sudden they get to the, the Red Sea and they, are, they have a sea in front of them, mountains on one side and Pharaoh pressing down behind them. You better believe the enemy will pursue you as you pursue God. He will pursue you as you pursue God. That's what he does. But aren't you thankful God will make a way where there seems to be no way. And I love it when we sing that song, he makes seas into highways. All of a sudden when they're faced by these enormous, see, God had promised them a promised land. He had promised them a divine destiny and the enemy was gonna just try to distract and destroy. But then all of a sudden, the Lord speaks to Moses and he stretches out the staff and a highway appears in the midst of the sea. You can, you know what, I love to see people try to explain that away. Have you watched that? I watched a special last night, and they're blaming, uh, they have come up with the idea that a volcano caused a tsunami which parted the waters miraculously, and that's how that happened. I love when they do that. I like one, if, uh, one, one theory came out while I was in college. I had a, a professor, Antonius Carlumbo, and he was a, a, from Crete. So he was 100% Greek. And he, he said, have you heard this one? He said, they, 
they, they're now saying that it actually translates in some, he said, said it just depends on which group of translators you talk to, that instead of Red Sea, it was Sea of Reeds. And the Sea of Reeds was only three feet deep. And he says, I think that's even a greater miracle if that's the case because he drowned all those Egyptians in three feet of water. The enemy will distract you. The enemy will come to destroy your divine destiny. Please listen to me, especially young people. But don't lose sight of who has called you. Don't lose sight of the one who is leading you because I'm here to tell you, everybody in this house, if you want to see God do great things, you pursue him. And I'm telling you, no matter what comes your way, when you stay in contact with him, he will make a way where there seems to be no way. He'll, you'll see things open up when you think everything is closed up because when God calls you and sends you he equips you for that purpose and he will not fail you draw near to him and he will draw near to you this is the will of God that you boldly come to him in prayer so you will find the help you need when you have faith your faith is tested the secret place is where you want to be Amen? The secret place with God. In other words, this is how you maintain and keep your destiny. You find it by praying, and you keep it by praying. And that way you never get lost in a world that is so confused about who it is. I got news for you. I'm not confused about who I am. How about you? I know who I am because I know I was fearfully and wonderfully made by my creator. Will you stand? Embracing your divine destiny will be the greatest thing you ever do. If you want to be at peace, Walk in what God has for you. The times in my life when I've been at most unrest has been the times that I have strayed away from what he has directed me to do. And when I began to do my own thing is when things fell apart. When I began to try to make my own way, that's when things crumbled. But the only way I have been able to maintain my walk and my peace is to be in pursuit of what God has called me to do. I get confused a lot of times by some ministers, and I, I, I don't doubt that they feel this way, but I hear a lot of times people say, I, I doubt my call. Since age 19, I've never doubted my call. I've doubted people, but I've never doubted my call because to doubt my call, Jimbo, is to doubt my God. I don't doubt him. I've doubted my ability to fulfill it. I've doubted... That in my skills at times, but I've never doubted him and what he called me to do. And then I come to the resolution, if he called me, he's going to help me do it. If he's called you to it, he's going to help you do it. So this morning, see, I don't think this message is just for our graduates because I think it's for some adults in this room. We have a destiny. 
Are you walking towards what he wants? Because I'm going to just say this, a little gut check. If you are in an upheaval in your spirit emotionally, if you're at unease constantly, it's time for you to say, God, I want to do what you want me to do. And I'm going to say this to our older ones. Some of our older ones in this room are saying, it's just a little too late for me. Because I wasn't sitting on that stage, Pastor. I'm halfway through my life or more, and it's a little too late for me. I want to share something with you. (laughs) Moses was not a young man when God called him. Sarah definitely was not a young woman when she had the promised child. Joshua led the armies at age 90 into the promised land. Keep serving, keep working, keep going, keep digging in. Don't deny your destiny. It's a miserable place to be. So this morning, this altar call is to all. If you're in need of divine direction and you're ready to walk into what he has for you, come, come, talk to your father. It begins by asking. I'm just not sure. It begins by asking. Will you come? Come on. I know God's dealing with somebody in this room right now. You need to come. You're just not so sure. And you want to walk in the path that he has for you. We would like to thank you for joining us for our weekly podcast. We pray that you receive something from the Lord today. Please share your prayer requests and testimonies with us by emailing us at tryonhwc at gmail.com. If you would like more information concerning Harvest Worship Center, you can visit our website at tryonhwc.com. We would love for you to visit us in person sometime. Our services are held at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. every Sunday. Children's worship is during our 11 a.m. service. If you would like to give to the ministries of Harvest Worship Center, you can also do this by clicking the giving tab online. Once again, we would like to thank you for joining us today, and we pray you have a blessed week.